going to be live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to a very, very special edition of the No Outlet Podcast. I got to tell you, the studio audience picked a good night to come because not only is tonight St. Patty's Day on the No Outlet Podcast, it's also newlywed night. We are very lucky and privileged to have two of the funnest people that I know joining us on the show tonight. Uh, they were recently married. I was lucky enough to, to see it happen with my own eyes. So please give a warm no outlet welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Chris and Amy Atwood. Folks, how are you? Oh, we're great. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Couldn't be better. Thank you so how much. How are you, for... Mr. Ethan? I'm doing great. I couldn't be any, any better. Um, we're going to play a game called 20 Questions, and it always oh, starts with the same place and that is question number one do you believe in the luck of the irish yes yes you do are either one of yes. you irish i'm a little bit i'm a little bit irish okay. a little bit all right so you guys are both lucky people i'll buy that that's a good answer mm. very lucky i love it um, all right. I, I need you guys to clarify something. There's there's a lot of talk on the streets about this. There's a rumor going around that I need you guys to clear up. And that rumor is that Amy has been contacted by Fleetwood Mac to fill in for Stevie <laughs> Nicks on the next world tour. Oh, that's fantastic, Ethan. That could be. I would absolutely sign up for that. I think they oh. should do it. She's got a phenomenal voice. She knows the know words. That. She's got the voice. She's got the stance. You could definitely oh, put on one of those weird witch outfits. Up. Yep. Let me know when I will be there. I will be in the audience, Ethan, as always. Hey, I, I, well, who wouldn't be? You kidding me? <laughs> I think we'll all be in the audience. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, so you guys, uh, you just got married, but for those of the people in the audience here that may not know this, you guys have known each other for a long time. So could you please explain to the people listening and those in the audience here what your first recollection of meeting each other was? Sure. So we've known each other since 1977, which is a long time ago. Wow. Very long. Wow. Um, we were in the second grade together. Yep. In Mrs. Early's class. Same table. Yep, we sat at the same table. And we, shared crayons. Yep, we shared crayons. <laughs> Chris asked me to pass the green crayon to him. Um, so we have grown up together and we've just, um, that's probably our long, that's how far back we go is Mrs. Early's class. Yep. I remember it like yesterday. I wow. Really I do too. I really do. Because obviously Atwood and Darsh, you know, with the alphabet, they sat us together at the tables, you know, in coordination with the alphabet. So Amy and I were put at the same table together. And that's uh, that's when we first met. God, isn't that wild? so cute. <clears throat> that is just so wild. And then, you know, just the years go by. And next thing you know, as fate would have it, here you are. It's just an amazing story. I just think that's so, so cool. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. <clears throat> very cool. Okay, uh, now I don't want to start a fight. I'm not looking to start a fight here. But who <laughs> out of the two of you is a better cook? Oh, my God. Amy, hands down. Are you kidding me? Notice that I paused on that one just to see what you would say. Well, that was easier she's than a, I thought. She, she's, an amaz she's an amazing cook. Amazing cook. What's her, what's her signature dish? 
Oh, um, very, anything Italian. Um, chicken Parmesan. Um, she makes her own sauce. We had friends over a couple weeks crazy. ago. And uh, everyone was just blown away of what a phenomenal cook she is. Uh, amazing lasagna. Any, anything Italian, Ethan. Amazing. Oh, thank you. What, what praise, Amy? That is high praise. That is. Yeah. You know what? Kudos. Thank I you. It. I love it. Hey, uh, so it is St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't at least ask one question uh, about it. So uh, what was so special about this guy, St. Patrick? Like, what was his deal? <laughs> <laughs> what, the Irishman? <laughs> yeah, it was, he was what, a very what, jolly fellow. He liked to drink green beer. And he liked to drink a lot, I think. Okay. Um, and that's... Every, every St. Patty's Day, I always think of Lucky Charms, you know, the little guy in the, in the commercial. And that's what I always refer to as, you know, St. Patty's Day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the end of the rainbow. You know, green uh, green, you know, toilet a little water, marshmallows and the trap, like that. Gold coins. Oh, that is awesome. Well, I'm I'm not gonna be able to top that. So that's uh, <laughs> that's as good as it gets right there. Okay. Um all right. So you guys are both from Sudbury, Massachusetts, which is not too far from Boston. Obviously it's it's a little bit of a drive. And until, you know, the the fun of COVID and some other politically correct stuff happened. There used to be this great event in South Boston, which was the St. Patty's Day Parade. And it was kind of a kind of a tradition. People would go out and just get wrecked. Did you guys ever, either one of you ever go to one of those? I may have dabbled in my time. <laughs> I have never been Ethan, but I think I'm looking at Amy's face right now and I think she's definitely been there. Yeah, I think that's probably a good a good bet. So, Amy, you don't have to confirm or deny exactly if you went, but let's just say if someone were to go, what might they see? I mean, if you've heard stories from people, what might they uh, occur on the day of this parade? Shenanigans. <laughs> Lots of shenanigans. <laughs> Lots of stumbling. Yep. Fumbling. Yep. Lots I of beer crawls. Yep. Um, lots of people pretending to be best friends. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Lots um, of people holding holding up each yeah, other, Ethan. You know, yeah. making sure. That... Lots of songs being sung loudly. Yep. Loudly and badly. And cheers. And lots of cheers being heard. Yeah. Throughout the crowds. A lot of messy scenes. Yeah. Yes. Now on that on that so last. Maybe I was there. Maybe that was me after all. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or he had a lot of friends with really good, detailed imaginations. Um, so uh, you just said something, Chris. You said messy scenes, and I want to kind of, I want to talk about that for a second. I haven't been either, but one thing that I'm imagining is that there's a lot of public urination happening um, oh. everywhere. It just seems like that town would smell terrible for like three days afterwards. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of public urination. Yes, a lot of face down. A lot of a lot of face down the curb. A lot of passing out. A lot of falling. I could just I could just imagine. It's, it's it's a lot of nonsense. Safe to say, it's not chock full of proud moments. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Okay. Stuff you. You know, as Amy always says, you don't want to be that person the next day. You definitely <laughs> don't. You definitely don't. Tomorrow's story. Tomorrow's story. Okay, now you guys don't have to have the same answer for this, or you can join forces and 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 have the same answer. And it's pretty straightforward: Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. 
Starbucks. Oh, dunks. Ooh, I like that. Quick yep. reaction and two. Okay, Chris, defend your position. Why? Uh, strong coffee. Um, I always drink my coffee black, so mm -hmm. cold brew. They're cold brew. Just yeah, I like really strong coffee. <clears throat> yeah. Have you tried the new uh, vanilla cream cold brew? I have not. Holy Ooh. smokes! It is but I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm gonna have to add that to my to list. Yes. So Amy, talk to me about the dunks. I like dunks because my favorite is. I just love their coffee with cream, their iced coffee with cream, and I find that the Starbucks is just a little too strong for me. Mm -hmm. It's just it has that strong component, so I like it on like a Saturday. Yeah, but I can't drink it daily. It's just not my jam. Yeah, I mean it's definitely strong, and, and some people call it bitter. It depends on the roast. I think the blonde roast there is probably my favorite. Um, and there are some times where Dunks is like just a little bit more my speed. But if I had to pick one, I'd pick Starbucks too. Okay. Um, yeah. I uh, that's see, Ethan, I'm on I'm on your side yeah. with that. Absolutely. That's okay. They're yeah. both good. They both serve their own place. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's talk about music. So uh, Michael Jackson, right? Michael Jackson was somebody who, when we were <laughs> in. There you go. That's him. In junior high, he was larger than life. Obviously, a ton of talent, amazing uh, collection of music. And then as things progressed, he got, you know, he had a couple things going. He got a little bit weird. He might have yeah. done some things that he might not have been too proud of and did, done some things that flat out, if we're being honest, could be just terrible, right? So uh, yep. when you think back about like all of his music, if you're at a wedding or if you had, I mean, when these happen again, or you're at a bar and you hear a Michael Jackson song, does what happened after he passed away taint uh, the music that he created when he was alive? No. No. Nope. Oh, I like I still that. Want to jam. Yep. I still want to jam to his music. I because again, when he, when he had like Thriller, like when he had his greatest hits back when we were younger... I mean, that was such a great time in our lives. We were, you know, and that's all we listened to. And the way you make me feel. Yeah, I mean, that was a great album. Yeah, how do you and, not uh, want to jam to that? And a lot of our, like, like uh, school dances and things like that, that's what they played. That yeah. was a happy time, Ethan. I, I mean, for me, I don't want to speak for you, but. No, go was... ahead. <laughs> but it was, it, it was, Ethan, that's a great, that's a great question. No, Great and I, I like that answer. I think that people have to be, look, nobody's perfect. And I think that when people are in the spotlight, like he was from such a young age, you know, you got to judge him for what he did. He's a musician and he made amazing music. And all I really care about is that. I'm not going to go beyond that. Yep. And I would do yep. that same thing with athletes and, and people that are actors and on and on and on. All right. So next question. Who has, again, I'm not trying to start a fight. Who has better taste? in TV shows. Oh, Chris absolutely has better taste in TV shows. Oh, what a brave answer, Amy. I like oh, that. Thank you. Um, well, you know, we definitely have different tastes. Um, styles. Styles, but we definitely do have some synergies in, in shows that we like. I mean, I'm a huge movie buff, if you don't, if you haven't known that, Ethan. Mm -hmm. but, okay. Um, you know, and I could, I could watch movies all week from, you know, the 80s and 90s. But she definitely, you definitely have some good shows. 
So I would say that I would say that your TV style is a little bit more elevated as far as maturity. God, but Bravo doesn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I got to tell you, Amy, that is such a refreshing answer because most people are like, oh, I barely watch TV, and when I do, it's documentaries. You know, it's like it's it's TV is supposed to be a, a way to unwind and relax exactly. and have yes. fun, not think about the stuff you you need to think about. And it's so nice to hear somebody say, oh, you watch much more elevated. T- I watch garbage TV because I'm the same way. I If there's something cheesy on, I'm going to gravitate right to it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's harmless humor. I mean, I could honestly go back and watch the Seinfeld reruns over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I dig it. Me too. All right. So fondest memory of growing up in Sudbury. I think it's a great town. I think it was, you know, obviously it's great now and it seems like it'd be a great place to grow up. Maybe I'm wrong, but what was your fondest memory of growing up there? One of my fondest memories would be snowstorms in Sudbury when we would, um, yeah, the blizzard of 78 when we were snowed in for days and my sisters and I, had um, spent days just making tunnels outside and making igloos and we had no TV and we had no power and we had no, just basically nothing but each other. And we just played, we played outside. We slept in sleeping bags by the fire. Um, And that's what just, we always go back to like, you know, what some of the best times were that we had when the neighbors, we all went sledding and, um, that was one of the best memories that I still talk yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, for me, Ethan. So, you know, there was, there's so many great memories of Sudbury, but you know, family, friends and fun. Those are the three because, you know, you were always with your family during those times. Yep. Um, you were always with friends during, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, seventies, eighties and nineties, because nobody, you really didn't have to worry about anything. You were riding your bike everywhere, everywhere. You know, your parents could let you go for hours at a time as long as you were home before dark. Yeah. So it was just, a, it was a great, you know, not only the town and the and the people and family, but it was also just a great time in general where, you know, you could go out and do things and not really worry about much. Yeah, I got to agree with that. And I like both those answers because they are such a reflection of how different it is today. You know, it's like today, everything's all about go fast, go quick, stream of information. Back then it was like, you couldn't go. You really couldn't go fast, even with a phone call. Like if you wanted to call somebody, you maybe you got an answering machine, maybe you didn't. Um, right. But now it's just like you cannot hide. Like if you've got somebody's phone number, they will find you. So that leads me to it's kind of a perfect segue to the next question. So we've both experienced, you know, over the past, let's say, 40 years, tremendous advancements in technology across the board. You know, how we consume content, how we travel, how we communicate with each other, computers, on and on. Do you think that uh, holistically, all of those advancements, even social media and, you know, things like Snapchat and all that crap, all the advancements over the past 40 years, have they done more to help or to harm us as a society? In my opinion, I find that there's been some hindrance to that only because, like you were just saying, the ability to have something so quickly isn't always as satisfying as it is if you were to really work toward it. 
I know that we can call and get something delivered within two seconds. We can find each other. We can track each other. Yep. You can order something on Amazon. But, you know, being able to look through old letters that were once handwritten or know that you once all watched TV in the same room because you only had one television. Photo album. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's just something so satisfying about what used to be because it's all you knew. And I sometimes think that, you know, the kids nowadays don't realize, you know, we didn't know any better back then either. But what you didn't know was what was really best for you, because now it's almost like you just have so much available at your fingertips that sometimes it's just not the best thing for you. Mm. In my opinion. No, that's but, very well said. I agree. Yeah. yeah you know, like and that. sometimes not always being able to reach somebody right away is a good thing because sometimes you, if you haven't noticed, saying everything all at once or, or texting somebody right away can sometimes come back to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would say that's true. Oh, my God. That is funny. And you know what else? It's like not only is it sometimes better to not be able to get a person, it allows you to then, you know, you, you try to reach somebody you can't. OK, well, then guess what? I'm just going to figure something else out. Instead, you know, it's like I, I raised two kids at the beginning of this, you know, social media and phone craze. And, you know, I could see towards the, you know, when my daughter was like 16, 17, it was almost like if she didn't get a quick reply to something it was almost like, well, what's wrong? What's going on? What's wrong? And, you know, it's like it just never was that way when we were in high school. It was like, oh, well, they're not there or I'll leave a message and I'll, I'll catch them at McDonald's or I'll catch them at school or I'll catch them wherever. You know, it's just yeah. different. Very true. So speaking about <clears throat> that, that wonderful period of time, the 80s, um, I'm going to give you three inventions. OK, and I want you to tell me <clears throat> out of those three, what is the worst invention of the three? OK, so we've got Sun In. Um, <laughs> we've got the Betamax video player, and then we've got the air popper popcorn maker. Oh, oh. all right. Well, everyone had to have one. I'm going to go with sun in is the worst uh, as the worst. Okay. Who, I mean, just to have that red hair. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I'm a. I, I'm one of the faults of Sunnin. I, I used it once in high school, and <laughs> yes, it was it was a very bad outcome. <laughs> I have to say, the Betamax actually that was held its weight for a while. That's yeah. the friend you wanted to go and have a sleepover with yeah. because they had that, and then they would have the air popcorn. And then you have the air popped popcorn <laughs> to snack on. So, yeah, I go to Sunnin. I mean, look, I would agree with the Sunnin's the worst, but the air the the popcorn that came out of the air popper. <laughs> it kind of tasted like cardboard. It was never really that satisfying popcorn flavor. It was a little right. chewy. And yeah. the butter never never melted. Oh, that little put... butter tray. <laughs> that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Never it was. It was a no. it was a little it was pretty bad. Yeah. All right. So I, I've recently healed up so I can finally ask this question. I'm just curious how your vicious, bloodthirsty attack dog is doing. <laughs> Ethan, he's doing well. I he's good. I, well. That's good to yeah. hear. I hold no yeah. grudge against Cujo. I'm glad that, that thank goodness. I'm glad yeah. that, that gouge out of your leg. <laughs> yeah, finally. We thought that you got bit by a shark. Yeah, I mean, I had to go to Boston to get a couple special operations, but uh, 
We're, I'm good now. Okay. Uh, what is the best concert that you have ever attended? Oh, so that's a great question. Madonna. Yes, Chris. Where did like, you see like Madonna? A, like, a, like a prayer. What a great concert. Wow. I got to tell you, that is somebody who... I am so bummed out that I didn't get a chance to see her when she was in her prime because people like just like to brush her off now, but she was a force. She was, she really was, and she really, she's got a million good songs and so influential. And at the time, nobody that was a woman was taking charge of the music industry like she she did. Like she was a badass. She really was. Yeah, and it was really the first concert that I went to that there was actually like it was like you were going to the opera. I mean, there was a stage presence. She had tons of performers. There was acts for each single, each song. And it, it was even from her early, you know, her early songs to present at that time. I mean, it was the choreography. It was just a phenomenal concert. And to this day, I remember pretty much every single song that she sang. That's awesome. The Worcester, the Worcester Central. Worcester so, Central. That's where, that's where I saw mine. Yep. And yeah. you, so, Amy, you said Van Halen 5150. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see Van Halen with David Lee Roth as well? That was with Sam, that was with Sammy Hagar, right? Right. Did you? But did yeah. you also see him with? Did you see him David with uh, David Lee Roth also, or just fifty one fifty? I think it was just fifty one fifty. I went with my friend Lamb. Oh no way! Shocker! Uh-huh. Oh cool. That is that's another one on my list of people that I wish I'd seen <laughs> back in the day. Uh, back in yeah. the day. Great question, Ethan. All right, who got into more trouble in high school? Amy. Oh, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, Amy. that's a no-brainer. Well, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'll take. Yep, yeah, I'll definitely take the ting ting. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I love how she's right, right off the bat. Yeah, well, I had it. three sisters. Yeah. Yeah, and were they old? Were not? And two of them were older, right? One was older. One two was were younger. Older. Okay. Yeah. Now, was the older one able to buy booze when you were in high school, or not that old? No, she wasn't that much older. Yeah. See, that's when things really get hairy. When you got that. That's when the wheels fall off. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's when the wheels fall off. You got that right. All right. So speaking of speaking of high school, so my understanding is that when you guys went to Sudbury, uh, you had an open campus. And where I went to school in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, there was no open campus. And I was, and everyone around us had one. It was just a real piece of shit situation. But I, now that I look back, I think to myself, well, it's probably better that I didn't have one. But from your perspective... What was the biggest benefit of having an open campus? Oh. Sudbury Pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can come and go as you please. You can go to McDonald's. You can go to Sudbury Pizza. Maroni's. Yeah, Maroni's. You can go out and get a coffee, uh, an iced coffee. Okay, so I I'm mean, very glad. Know. I'm very glad you guys both said Sudbury Pizza or Maroni's. Because uh, somebody yeah. who shall remain nameless uh, asked me to find out which was better, the super sub at Sudbury Pizza or the chicken cutlet sub at Maroney's? Oh, the chicken cutlet I'm going to vote for, but I know no, what you're going to say. No, the super sub. You're going to say the super sub because you can name every single ingredient on it. It had it had everything. So it had roast beef, ham, turkey, bacon, Ew. lettuce, tomato. It had every single oh, yeah, you could throw into it. It was fantastic. <laughs> See, so we're, we're, we're divided on that. That's okay. Now, I think, is Maroney's closed? Yes. Maroney's is closed, but Sudbury Pizza is still there. 
are still jamming. Still? We just went there recently. That's yep. awesome. Okay, another high school question. So we're all working for a living now, and we've got, you know, jobs. Uh, you guys both have great jobs. I enjoy my job. But back, you know, when I think back to working when we were in high school, it was so different because every dollar that you made, essentially, you could spend because you really didn't have a whole lot in the way of, you know, you didn't have to worry about paying for your house or for food, you know, and if you had a few bucks in a car with some gas in it, you were good to go. So of all the high school jobs that you had, what was your favorite one? Um, I would say my favorite was my lifeguarding gig. Oh, nice. Whereabouts? It was in Framingham and it was at an apartment complex and I was there for years. It was, it was just, I loved the job. That is so cool. What was your, um, you... I, I actually had two, I had star market. Yep. Um, which was, uh, with another good friend of mine. We had a lot of fun and then actually this, uh, the Concord car wash oh, okay. uh, friend was actually, it, it was, it was actually a lot of fun, believe it or not. So those were my two, back in the day now was the car wash kind of like one of those ones where you drive through or were you actually like you know moving the <laughs> the scrubby wearing shorts no we were so yeah <laughs> so wearing short shorts yeah. <laughs> no we were actually so uh, obviously it was a car wash that you go through okay. with all the brushes but you know we had to wash off the backs we had to collect the money which was always i always enjoyed doing that yep but again i i just worked with uh, a good group of guys um, and we always we always laughed during that. And it just wasn't, you know, you didn't have to put a lot of thought, thought into it. It was a very easy job. Right. I mean, that's that's just everything. It's just, you know, being able to just hang out and really the consequences of a high school job, as long as you didn't fuck up too bad, you weren't going to get fired. Um, and if you're working with friends, it was even better. So, Amy, yours sounds a little bit more stressful, though, because with a lifeguard, like you've got to actually make sure people don't drown. Did you ever have to rescue anybody? I did, actually. Wow. Uh, I did have to save somebody once. But I have to just go back for a second because my other favorite job was working at the Frontier Fruit Nut Company, which I was at forever, with, once again, my good friend, Lamb. Oh, at the Natick Mall. Yes, at the Natick Mall. (laughs) Is there anything more 80s than a a nuts cart in the mall? No. No. That's why I just had to throw that out there. I had to go, like, I had to go back to the 80s for a minute. I love it. What was the it. other in the food court back in the day at the Natick Mall? The, uh, Orange Julius? Yes, but we didn't work there. <laughs> okay. So since you brought up Orange Julius, remember those God – so they had basically four things you could buy. You could buy a pretzel. You could buy nachos with that bullshit cheese. You could buy a Julius, which I still don't know what was in there, but they were good. But then they had those hot dogs that just spun on those metal yes. rods. <laughs> Ethan, they were there for weeks. And then nobody ever ate them. Nobody ever ate them. And they were just sitting there spinning and just, and they never went bad because they were just full of nitrites and everything else. Holy Moses. Orange Julius. Whatever happened to that? Okay. What is your dream vacation spot? Oh, do you want to go first? No, you go. Go ahead. So my dream vacation spot is probably... A sa- one of the Sandals resorts, and I'm not sure which one it is. Maybe you can help me with that. Turks and Caicos. No. Um, it's the Royal Bohemian. That's what it is. It's the Royal Bohemian. Okay. Um, and it's one of those beautiful huts that is over the water. Um, and it's just 
beautiful and that's my that's my dream vacation nice maybe if chris if you choose the same one maybe we can maybe we can go together yeah would you like to go with me (laughs) (laughs) oh i actually get invited that's yours that's funny um honestly i mean we went you know ethan we took the family to turks and caicos and it was just yep that's that's that was my dream vacation it was a beautiful time that's awesome really was so let's talk about vacation some more so you guys obviously i won't go into all the details but just like a lot of other things in life in the last 12 months your original plan for getting married was altered um, and you decided to not let it keep you down and not let it change things too much and, and, and got married in a beautiful ceremony, very private ceremony. <clears throat> but I'm wondering, do you have a, a plan uh, for a honeymoon or are you going to wait for this stuff to, to clear out, get vaccinated and then figure it out? I think um, we are going to go somewhere. We're not sure where and we're not sure when. Yep. But I think once things settle down just a little bit. We probably will go somewhere. Sure. Um, we're not sure the destination or the time, but yeah, we'll definitely go somewhere. I mean, everything kind of sprung up on us so quickly. We, I mean, we did end up, yeah, we ended up getting married sooner than we expected and everything just kind of got shuffled around, but um, yeah, we would love to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Ethan, we're also going to have, uh, you know, our wedding was planned a few different times, but COVID obviously, postponed it a few times but you know our wedding was going to be a reunion of a lot of different people it was going to be family friends and and we still want to do that so you know we're hoping that we can get everyone back together maybe not this summer but maybe the next spring uh when everything's settled so that's also an additional plan nice dig that all right Mm -hmm. so here's a question that i've asked many people that have been on the show And I like to ask this same question more than once because it's one of those ones that some people are torn. Some people are definitely one way. And I want to get your opinion on it. So uh, in a a general sense, and we can talk about specifics if we need to, but in a general sense, do the ends justify the means? Yes. They do? Yes. Wow. I got to tell you, that's the... That Most is the no, even? no, you're supposed to say what you believe. That's just the first, <laughs> that's the first automatic yes that I've gotten from anybody. You guys, I think that's oh, the first right. time. Um, because right. normally what people do, because the whole idea is, you know, if you could go back in time and find baby Hitler, you know, would you murder baby Hitler to save five million Jews and stop World War II and all that? And on, you know, you could net that out and say, sure, yeah, we would do that, but. It's kind of, you know, the the ends of saving all those lives and no World War II. Is that justified by killing a baby? Probably. But then it's like in a general sense, can you then take that same logic and apply it to anything? Um, And and again, I look, I think there are situations where the ends definitely justify the means. Um, And so if I I feel better about my personal answer, because my personal answer is probably yes, um, yeah. so it's good to have somebody else say yes too, but everybody else that I've yeah, asked, they're probably you trying to sound, true. they're probably trying to sound nicer just by saying no, no, no. But I think at the end of the day, people would all really say yes if they were telling the truth. I think if you think about things long and, you know, long and hard enough, there's yeah. always a, a yes to it. It's just on how you get there. Yes. Yeah. You know, I agree with that. 
All right, mm-hmm. so here's one more question that I've asked before. Chris, you mentioned earlier you were a movie buff, so am I. Uh, and I know you like music. Um, I don't know if you guys are readers or not, but here's the question. So you guys uh, are on a deserted island. Plenty of food, uh, plenty of drink, plenty of shelter. Everything's fine. Um, but there, you're, you can only have one movie, okay, one album, and one book. And that's it. What is your deserted island trio? I think for a movie, we should have. Can we decide together? Can we have Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yes. We just agreed upon the same movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That is impressive. <laughs> That's the best. By the way, can we just before you give you before you give the other two answers, just really quick on Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I fucking yeah. love that movie, and if you. If you, take a, <laughs> if you take a look at the actors that were in it, it's like the A-list of, of Hollywood. Yeah. Sean Penn, yeah. uh, Anthony Edwards, Phoebe, you know, Phoebe, everybody was in that. It was just an amazing cast, great book, and it was based on a true story. So sorry to derail yes. that. Keep going. What was the, uh, the next one? And what were the other ones? A book and one's the, what's the other one? Uh, um, an album, a record. An okay. album. Yeah. Um, God. You, you're going to... I would, an album? Maybe um, Elton John's Greatest Hits? Journey Escape. Oh, okay. Ooh, all right. Two good choices. <laughs> and then for a book, I like the book uh, How to Get Off an Island in Five Days. <laughs> <laughs> how, to, how to Get the Fuck Back Home. <laughs> how to Make a Fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Uh, um, or if I, if I, I actually would like a biography on JFK to read while I'm out there. Okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah. That's all right. All right. So, um, Amy, this is a question just for you, and then I've got a question just for Chris. So I know that Chris is really into motorcycles. He has been, uh, I think, for the better part of his life. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, he just got a new one. I, I think motorcycles are cool, but personally, they, they scare the shit out of me. I don't like being on them. And and my question is, Amy, do you share Chris's love for motorcycles? I do not. Okay. Um, I can't say that I have the same passion that he does, but I have an appreciation for his passion. There you go. Yes. That's a perfect answer right there. I love that. Yeah. Now, Chris, so, t- tell us a little bit about the bike you just got. Um, I just got a Ducati, Ooh, uh, a Ducati nice. Scrambler. Um, yes, it's it's a bike I've always wanted for a very very long time, and um, I had my beautiful wife's support on it, and uh, was able. I'm at a position that you know I was able to get it, and uh, I, I absolutely. It is the Ferrari of motorcycles. It's yes. an impressive. It's an impressive boat motorcycle. That's awesome. Thanks That's for great. asking, Ethan. Yeah, no, I, I I have an appreciation for the. My brother's a big motorcycle guy. Like he's, I think he's got. I know he's got at least two. He might have three. He's got one with a sidecar. He's got a Triumph. Oh, um, really? And I think he's got one more, but. Uh, he's been riding forever too. He's my dad had a motorcycle, so I've been around motorcycles my whole life. I just, I just never got into them. All right, Chris. Here's a, a specific question for you: Have you ever spent a night trying to fall asleep on a plastic couch when the temperature was about 120? <laughs> Ethan, that is that is a definite 100 percent yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I. <laughs> I can commiserate with how that feels. It's not fun. 
Oh, what Not a what fun. a great time! Oh yeah. my God, laughs forever. Laughs forever. Okay, so um, I'm going to I'm going to spell a word, okay, and then I want you to pronounce that word, okay. So this is a uh, this is where we get into the literature portion of of the podcast. I'm going to spell it out. You guys pronounce it. S N A C K S. Snacks. How do you pronounce it? Snacks. Hmm. I heard it pronounced a little bit differently. <laughs> but I'll, I'll but I'll ta- I'll take that version of it. That's fine. I guess maybe. <laughs> I guess maybe the pronunciation changes the more you have to drink, perhaps, or maybe the later it gets. But um, I, I thought there was more of like an H at somewhere in there, like a like a like a snack. Do we have any snacks? Yeah, more like that. More like that. All right. So, so speaking of snacks, so uh, and this sadly, this is our this is a question number twenty. This is it. Um, so you guys can take your time with this one. You can have each have your own answers. Um, so Mount Rushmore, right? Mount Rushmore is one of the more famous, uh, you know, monuments in our country. There's there's four presidents that are up there, and I, I like to ask people what their Mount Rushmore of different things is. So if you had to pick four. And that was it. What would they be? So my question is, what is your Mount Rushmore of snacks? Oh, could be candy, could be savory, it could be anything. But you got to pick four only. Mine's definitely candy because I'm the elf of all elves. If you've ever seen the movie Elf. <laughs> uh, so mine's gummy bears, yes. Twizzlers. Pizza. Okay, so yours is. Yours is what's your total? Oh, are we going? Are we going a little no, veering off about the snacks? Could, well, no, maybe you could pick two, and I could pick two, but mine's definitely Twizzlers and gummy bears, or chocolate. You guys can. Gummy you guys can both pick four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So go, I'm picking chocolate covered gummy bears yep. slash gummy bears and Twizzlers, and um, I would also say, um, probably. Let's the little see. marshmallows that we can put in school. Oh, uh, marshmallows, even if they're just marshmallow peeps. Wow. And someone out there is going to say uh, they're they're barfing right now at the thought of that. Um, yep. And then some kind of chocolate, like whether it's M&Ms or something like that. So anything like that is is my wheelhouse. It's not – I would rather eat candy than food. <laughs> so I, when you said right. – when you and we'll get to you in a second, Chris. When you said elf, it made me think of that one scene where it's like the four food groups – Candy, candy corn, candy, candy cane, cane, and syrup. Yes, that's me. <laughs> All right, Chris. I, am, I heard um, pizza. Yeah, so Ethan, I'm completely, Amy's on the sweet side. I'm completely the other way here. So definitely pizza. Can't live without that. Sandwiches. Can't live, with, can't live without sandwiches. <laughs> gotta have a sandwich. <laughs> you gotta have a sandwich. Uh, cheese and crackers. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, I can't live without those. And for my fourth, you know, I'd, I'd have to say cereal. Just a good old bowl of cereal. What a lineup. Pizza, sandwiches, cheese and crackers, and cereal. All mm. right, now I'm going to ask you to get specific on the cereal. What what cereal? You got to pick one. Uh, Co- Cocoa Puffs. Nice. Because <laughs> you get two things in one. You get, you get, you get, the, you get the cereal itself. <laughs> I mean, you get the chocolate milk afterwards. 
It's a bonus at the end. <laughs> What's better than that? Nothing, nothing. Listen, you guys have been a true delight. Uh, like I said before, you're two of the funnest people. Uh, you're obviously extremely happy, and that's so good to see. I love it. And you should see what the crowd is doing here. They are on their feet. They're doing the wave. They're 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 thank just you, cheering. Thanks. They're going crazy. Um, so thank you very much, both of you, for being on the show. It was an absolute thanks pleasure. For inviting us. And I hope you guys have we a had wonderful so much evening. Time. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks, Ethan. Appreciate it. Have a good night. See ya.